0: To the Man of Steel, I guess Woman of Steel cast this week, um, as we delve further into the Superman movie legacy, we actually take a minor detour somewhat with Supergirl, which is actually in continuity with the Christopher Reeves movies. Um, actually, I believe all the Superman movies are technically in continuity with each other so far until Man of Steel. Um, So, for better or worse, so joining us this week, we have our Jimmy Olsen S. Stalkers, we have James. Hey. And David. Hi. Uh, We'll start off like we have every week. Uh, What is your history with this film? Is this the first time you've seen it, or what? I only became aware of it a couple months ago,
1: and was so fascinated that this something like this even existed. As I think one of the maybe five or so female comic book movies, that I decided I sort of had to watch it. And wow, <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, wow, wow was more or less a good. Term in my in my opinion, I, I did not enjoy this very much, and and I didn't even know that this was a thing until it became a until we were going to do it for the show. I didn't even know it was a thing.
0: I, I knew it was a thing. It was actually James who suggested we do it. Um, no, I shouldn't say suggested; it kind of made us do it. it as far as <laughs> Superman history, I knew it existed, um, but I had never seen it before. I didn't actually know its reputation either way. I just assumed if nobody talked about it, it was probably wasn't worth watching. Um, but I decided to watch it anyhow this week, and it was my first exposure to it. And, yeah, I guess you can get into the movie. <laughs> um, the first thing I noticed, and this happens with a lot of the Superman movies, at least the first two that we watched, the super person doesn't get top-down in this film. Um, so, you know, the witch gets top-down, I forget the actress's name. Probably she knew. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fate Faith away. Oh, Faith, yeah. So I was like, yeah. I guess they're continuing, because Christopher Reeves didn't get top-down into Superman 3. Right. And so she doesn't get top-down either. And I also, the first, the other thing I noticed is that she does not like, like a supergirl. She looks like she's in her late 20s. Yeah. But I guess they tried to fade it off that she's a school aged I mean, she does go to school, but she's actually a student on... It's not Candle. What is the city called?
2: Uh... I am Googling it. <laughs>
0: Argo City. Argo City.
1: Which, I believe, was the... Like, a city of Krypton that had broken off when the planet was destroyed...
2: That was actually my pet peeve about the movie was actually that they didn't dive into that, that they didn't really explain where they were. And because it was like she mentions her cousin and she knows that he's on Earth, but but she never makes a comment that like like any mention of Krypton or it exploding or where they were. He makes that bizarre comment about inner and outer space, which I, I laughed at because I thought it was so stupid. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I I I I was also kind of curious about that. Oh, I mean, they don't they never really go into inner and outer space. Uh, but the, the thing with her knowing so much about her cousin and his secret identity, I'm like, how does she know all this stuff? Like, do they get does he send reports home or something?
2: Yeah, she must get the internet.
0: <laughs> I, I, I don't know, but um, yeah, that was one thing that was kind of weird. Um, well, I guess part of it being weird. The other thing was that, as far as I know, inner space or where they were. They were on Earth, but in, on the, in the ocean?
2: I don't know. Yeah,
1: I think the idea was that they were in same physical point, but in a different dimension or something, like some dimension in between dimensions.
0: Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, I didn't even think they needed... Because you already had the Phantom Zone. Like, you don't need to keep on introducing all these elements of, okay, we just don't want you to start on Earth. So there's Krypton, there's the Phantom Zone, not there's Inner Space. Yeah. And it's like then they don't really do anything with it other than I guess other than to say that they needed another Kryptonian and they already grew up the planet, so you can't say that she came from there because that planet's gone.
2: Yeah. And I was initially really excited about Peter O'Toole being in this. I knew it was probably only gonna be a small role, but I was still excited about it. And uh, I did not like his portrayal of Zaltar. Uh I, I felt like it was kinda nutty. That, like it was a nutty sort of uncle or something. I don't know.
0: That's kind of what he played. Um, it was really weird because like I'm just thinking. Like, he says that they the 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 area has two power supplies and he's just carrying around one in his pocket.
2: Yeah, to mess because with. yeah, because that was my next problem with it. It was it was sort of it to me seemed really jarring the way that he's like apparently this little this little uh, what was it a little orb or whatever. Let me see.
1: Uh, the Omega Hedron, I believe it was called. Yes. <laughs> I'm
0: yes. ashamed that I didn't have to look that up. <laughs> they say it enough in the movie. <laughs> yeah,
2: I, for, I, I watched this early in the week. You guys just watched it. Uh, anyway, um, he is supposed to be like their power source for their city, and he's just walking around with it in his pocket. I mean, I, I don't know. I just feel like, like it would basically be like the equivalent of some dude just walking around with all the nuclear codes. And the president's like, hey, you need to give that back to me. And he's like, oh, I'll give it back to you at the end of the week. I mean, it would be stupid.
0: Yeah, yeah. You would, and you would think there would be some type of ramifications for him removing it. Yeah. I, but it does I mean like when it's actually gone which I don't get the difference between somebody having it in their pocket and it being vanished into outer space or I guess it's not outer space it's just the opposite of inner space whatever that yeah. is Interesting. and it's so bad because like their windows just like plastic sheets when it breaks um but yeah so at some point and maybe I missed this because I was kind of drinking while watching this film which we'll get to much later on because I don't remember make like, the back half but um where does she get the watch from?
2: He gives it to her.
0: Okay, he, he gives did? it. To her.
2: I believe so, yeah. Right at it's the beginning died. he made he made it for her.
0: Right? Oh, he I don't remember it at all. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm sad to say I do.
0: Cuz <laughs> the watch is able to track it, which is why she ends up going to Earth. Uh but I didn't know where she got the watch from. Nor do I know why she would have it. Why he would create a watch to find the power of because it should be one place always. Right. And well, you, in his pocket.
2: Well, the concept, if I'm not mistaken, and I guess James can probably help me out with this, was he was using it to create artwork, right?
1: Yeah, something about that. He was using it to build some kind of things, so or I think it might have been research of some kind, like separately within the city.
2: Yeah. And then it was like he was he was, if I remember right, trying to build a tree... And she yeah. was enamored with the concept of what a tree must be like, and uh, then he somewhere in there made her the the uh, watch, and so that's where that came from.
0: Okay, because I know he was using it to, because take it replicate certain stuff from Earth, but they couldn't make, make it physical. So like he was yeah he showed the tree, and they were like oh, so fascinated by the trees and stuff like that, which well, you know makes sense. They're not Earth; they don't have trees on Krypton.
2: Right. But then what sort of propels her into her journey being that she sort of built this sort of a butterfly dragonfly sort of thing and then it breaks out on her. I, 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 I felt like that's the thing that propels her into this whole journey is a stupid mistake.
0: Well, Do you smart, guys feel that way or not really? I, I felt like I felt like this, and this is kind of like I said before with her parents. Is that a lot of this movie? We're kind of supposed to believe that she's like this naive girl who doesn't know any better, but she looks like somebody who should be in her mid twenties, and she 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 has the personality of a child, not like a teenager, but like a child. Yeah. Because she's well, playing they... around. Go on. <laughs>
2: Well, they also kind of touched on that when she was here, and then she could do Algebra, and then she was like, oh, I was never able to do it before. It was almost like she was, like, uh, like uh, dim-witted sort of on her planet, but when she came here, she was Da Vinci or something.
0: Yeah, it was very jarring in that. I mean, there's a couple of moments that were jarring, but I think like that, that just that crash in my head between her appearance and her, her personality was, like, she seemed like she should have been somebody much younger in appearance than she actually is. Because they do kind of play her as, and I, I get the fish out of water story, especially when she goes to Earth. But, as far as I know, she's supposed to be a teenager on Earth. She's supposed to be in high school? I wasn't really sure either way what that was. Right.
2: Well well, even though I am bagging on all of this, I do want to say I did think that Helen Slater was I, I think that she she was very good as Supergirl in my opinion. She looked the role and everything. I really liked her as Supergirl. Uh,
0: I, I think most people were decent in their roles. It's just that their roles weren't well written. <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah.
2: For what
1: I can tell there was some kind of conflict between like the director or the writers in the studio, like the Studios basically just wanted Superman, but with a girl. And then, meanwhile, the like main creator guy of this wanted to take a more youthful uh, fantasy kind of direction. That's sort of question, weird and bizarre ways. But out of neither of those, can I explain why why she then decides to enroll in high school when that isn't her whole city's entire existence at risk yeah so what
0: okay was, high school yeah i was gonna point that out that was my biggest what the hell's going on with this movie moment <laughs> because, because there's no reason given and as far as i know it's not even like related to her mission like it's not like oh she found the watch Like she had the watch home in here it's almost been in this area but she can't pick it up no she just sees girls playing sock and decides to join school
2: yeah and then also i mean because like when she came to to Earth, and that she's so fascinated by the animals and the trees and whatever, I I really like that concept. It sort of reminded me of uh, Mark Wade's uh, Superman Birthright, where where he's sort of just flying in the uh, Af- flying around in Africa and just one with nature and everything. I really like the imagery and everything of that, and so I was cool with her otherwise being there and being fat, you know, fascinated with the whole landscape. And but she's on her mission. But then it's like she gets derailed, like, well, I guess I'm just going to go do this.
0: Yeah, and as, as far as I know, like, none of that really ties in to the plot of the movie or her goal. It's just, like, it's this fun diversion they take for, like, an hour. Um, and, you know, it's had those coincidental ties to Superman because you have Noah Lane's younger sister. And you have Jimmy Olsen who's visiting her, even though, as far as I know, Jimmy has to be in, at least in college, yeah.
2: Now let me ask you. You say this is in continuity. Is this supposed to be in between one and two or something?
0: I mean, uh, they don't. It's not clear which way it's supposed to be. Um, because they, I
2: did hear something on the radio when when they go to the uh, when they go to Faye Dunaway's character that you hear on the radio. Superman still on his peace uh, peace uh, whatever Mission. some. Yeah, Peace Mission, that was it. And so I was thinking, is this supposed to be after Quest for Peace?
0: Well, I don't think it would be. I mean, Um, but I I felt like it was just a way for them to say, especially when the climax came up, this is a way for them to say that this is why Superman's not coming to help her, because he's not on the planet. Right. Yeah,
1: like, I'm pretty sure they had made it because Christopher Reeve wasn't really keen on coming back for another one, so they thought, ah, crap, we need another Superman movie. Well, let's do Supergirl, and... I think the only canon connections are the same actor playing Jimmy Olsen, and then I think her roommate has a poster of Superman, and I believe it's got um, yeah. Christopher Reeve in it. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was a uh, uh, that, that was yeah, I, that was really I it creepy. Fit in anywhere? You just sort of
2: say, and then Superman's off in space. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Wait a second. We we just sort of gloss over it, but yeah, Earl hit the nail on the head. <laughs> it was really creepy the way she's touching the picture of her cousin.
0: Yeah, she like, my cousin. she's like, caressing the phone, fo- I'm like, that's not how you- I usually greet my cousin. Yeah,
2: I was thinking. I was thinking Lucy was going to have to say like, okay, got a Superman <laughs> fetish or something. But OK, yeah. But looking at this here, looking at this here, Supergirl was done in 84 and Superman for the, the quest for peace was done in 87. So I believe James must have been right that Reeves must not wanted anything to do with it. So they just distanced the whole thing. But as much, I think so. but as, much as the film was about him, I felt like he deserved at least to come on screen at some point.
0: Yeah, because she mentioned the fact that Superman's her cousin all the time.
2: Yeah, they could not let it be its own movie. It had to be Superman this, Superman that every five minutes.
0: Which, which I kind of get, but at the same time, it was just so Superman, my cousin, Clark Kent, my cousin, my cousin, Superman, my cousin, Superman's my cousin, you know? And and, and that's what was kind of was kinda drawn because she was like, Clark Kent's my cousin, Superman's my cousin, and she's just dropping both of those names random. The dude has a secret identity for a reason. That's
2: what same I reason. That's what I was also thinking. I'm thinking, she's going to blow this for him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I'm thinking when Jimmy Nielsen's character is there, and he's like, okay, so this is Clark's cousin? I'm thinking, oh, God.
0: Yeah, yeah, but you would think Chuck would have mentioned at some point to Jimmy, but whatever Yeah And, uh, yeah, it was just really weird the, the Like I said, I think, I believe the idea was that originally Christopher Reeves was supposed to cameo during the climax But he was busy acting on other projects and didn't want to do it Which is why I guess Jimmy has such a big role in this film
2: well, I was I was cool. I, I thought it was cool the way that they tried to tie in the universe, but I thought... And I mean, as far as it goes, Lucy Lane is actually a character in the comics and everything, and obviously Jimmy being there, I didn't think was that... I mean, I felt like it all bled together nicely, but my criticism for it would be is I felt like they were trying to to pull it together too much in places where it didn't need to be. Like, if they, yeah. they would have just let this be its own thing.
0: Then there was some interesting stuff, but there was another thing that I was really weirded out about was the elf interest because as far as i know he's a elf interest for the villain who's much older than him and he's a elf interest for the main hero who's much younger than he is
2: right uh, maybe we should touch on the villain though real quickly
1: uh yes academy award winner faye dunaway as selena witch
2: thing <laughs> <of>
1: some kind <laughs>
2: Yeah, uh, according to Wikipedia, just a power-hungry would-be witch.
0: <laughs> yes, and her, her, her on-again, off-again romantic interest, Nigel, Um, who she dumps, like, five times in this film.
2: Oh, yeah. Poor dude.
0: But it's, it's one of those things, and uh, I don't know if you folks have seen Catwoman, but it's kind of the same deal where like, it's a girl movie, so you have to have a, a girl villain. in.
2: That was my other criticism for it, because it's like, because initially, I didn't, all right, so afterwards, she does end up enrolling in this all girl school. But at, fir- at first, I thought it was just a kid who was running up, you know, like they were playing catch, and she lost, or he lost the ball or whatever. And so when I saw the character walk by, and I saw it was a girl, I'm thinking, why do all of these movies do it, where it's like, oh, well, it needs to be a girl character so everything needs to be with a girl
0: yeah and it's about like well i mean she's a witch and you know i I get that you don't want a guy beating up on a girl but it's always so like catwoman basically becomes a movie about a cosmetic product (laughs) and and this one's about a witch and they're basically fighting over the same boy which is why i mean that's kind of why she has the beef with super not necessarily Supergirl, but in the, the Oh, uh, yeah, that's a character's name, right? Supergirl? Yeah, it's in the.
2: Ye- what? You mean, like, what her. Uh, what her. Uh,
0: hum- human identity is. Yeah,
2: it's supposed to be.
0: Uh, Linda Lee.
2: That was it. Ned. I could not remember it, but yeah, that's it. And, yeah, so. and then she otherwise. And you see, like, I didn't get the whole. It had that Superman Two thing where they were going back and forth and back and forth, and that also drove me nuts for the same reasons it drove me nuts in Superman Two because I thought the pacing was killing me i think it's safe, yeah. i think it's safe to say I hated this more than you guys
0: oh i, I would not go that far <laughs> but yeah, I think i was fascinated long. to hate it okay like yeah, it it's
1: was a-, a mess of a movie in so many ways of. Weird characterization, it goes on way too long, very little makes sense or is well explained, but I I, I don't know why I find this thing fascinating, and, like, I guess the first real action scene was her fighting a bulldozer.
0: Yeah. Which 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 I actually thought was an interesting uh, fight scene. I actually thought I added the action set pieces from when I remember it decent, because, and we'll get to this later on, she also fights like a giant cloud dragon. Oh, uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's always a positive, you know, cloud dragons. Um... But yeah, it's, I mean, we've kind of seen this with uh, Superman 1, 2, and 3. It's like action wasn't the strongest of these films. Like, they had decent action set pieces, but they never really kind of embraced the effect that... I think she used a lot more of her powers than Superman does in this film. Um, which is kind of neat, because we don't get to see him use as many. I think he mostly uses it in two. Um, like, there's that scene early on when she's like... Right, well anyway... Go on.
2: <laughs> well, I was just going to say, which sort of brings us to the same point. You, you were going to touch on her love interest, and otherwise, the tractor scene sort of comes to the same point. Uh, the character, Faye Dunaway's character, Selina, is otherwise. I don't. I, I didn't get how why it was that she all of a sudden became infatuated with this guy, but all of a sudden she decides that he must be hers, and so she 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 gets him to her player. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then and then he he sort of in a drunken haze kind of leaves her place and then she she uses the uh love potion. Yeah. And then she she otherwise is getting the tractor. She puts a spell on the tractor and the tractor is going to going to pick him up and bring her back or bring him back to her. And so then Supergirl kind of comes in and saves the day.
0: I, I was kind of curious about the f potion because I thought the rule was the first person he saw he'd fallen off with. And he was stumbling around drunk for, like, ten minutes, and he didn't see anybody in that time?
1: I guess not. And then, uh, well, who does? I, I think if what you're seeing is just sort of a blur of colors and shapes, I don't think it counts as a person. <laughs> so I guess he had finally half-sobered by the time... Sarah gets over to him and lifts him off the bulldozer, and I guess that counts. So that's really the only reason, reason he he becomes love it, is because
2: of, yeah. Well, but that wasn't the part that got me, it was the fact that he liked her, okay, I got that part. But it was the fact that she liked him. It was almost like, oh, the first person who shows me attention, I'm just going to fall in love with.
1: Well, she's a yeah, woman. I, she doesn't I mean... know any better.
2: Oh. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Dude. That, that,
1: that, that's what the writers are thinking.
2: Yeah, but this is supposed to be a movie that's otherwise about, you know, women's rights and that kind of stuff. And so then they kind of stomp on it. Yeah, but do you think the writers know how to pull that off?
1: I mean, look at the track record for female superhero movies.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's not like it's even that much better today, to be perfectly honest. you yeah. think You'd think, well, it was the 80s. No, it's not really even <laughs> that much better today.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was really weird. But, yeah, um, and he serves like no purpose in this movie whatsoever, even after um even after he's saved or whatever he's dimwitted honestly like I don't find anything like there's no redeeming quality to him, other than that he figures out that Nindali and supergirl are the same characters because they kiss or something like that
2: yeah. Um, I was otherwise also annoyed with that. I thought that he should have known that that was her all along because he was still, you know, in the uh, potion or or whatever, I, in the trance, if you will. I figured that he still should have uh, remembered. You know, he should have been able to see through it and know that she was Supergirl right along.
0: Well, I mean, if a pair of sunglasses can fool somebody. You know, being in a drunken, stu- being in a roofied state when somebody- you meet somebody can alter your s- perspective just a bit. Um, but, yeah. Um, what about the, uh... What about the school? If like we had the principal character who I didn't know, who m- oh, didn't do much. We had the we had super ill saying, younger sister. We had Jimmy Olsen. I feel like there's another dude there somewhere...
1: Um, I think she had a professor, but I'm pretty sure that was like uh, Faye Dunaway's on off love interest.
2: Nigel, yeah. And yeah. then, and Selena also had her, uh, her assistant, uh, Bianca. I am looking at Wikipedia. Yeah. I would not remember that otherwise.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. So, um, I, honestly, dear, it's, a, like, it's it's a two-hour movie, and I feel like this whole middle section could have been condensed a lot more, and we would have gotten a, the same movie, because the next thing that happens is somehow or another, and this goes back to those Superman villains knowing everything, so is able to cast her off to the Phantom Zone?
1: Yeah. I guess we oh. do have the excuse that she has the all-powerful McGuffin in her hands, so that's Technically, gives her justification to use that. I mean, I'm a bit hazy with how the Phantom Zone worked. Like, I i assumed it was just like a, a like a essentially a small box type prison thing that they had stuck Zod and his companions in in the first movie. I didn't realize like that they were there was a, that the prison thing was a gateway to it. So. Yeah, it was-
0: yeah. yeah. I found this funny Because people always joke with Superman where like, you know, like when Dod and his company are um excommunicated to the Phantom Zone and start Superman they pretty much do save themselves from the disaster that Krypton um goes through and that's kind of the same thing that um Zotar does here. He's like Oh, I shall be punished. I shall send myself to the phantoms. I'm just thinking like, yeah, you're gonna survive. How these people who suffocate. <laughs>
2: well, that's what he said. Is that my my? um He says like, your pain will be short, mine will be eternal, and I guess that makes sense. But but yeah, that was the same thing that was running through my mind. Is it's like you know, Zod got out. <laughs> he, There's a a good odd that you can, you know, it'll break or whatever, and you can get out, too. I mean... Just wait for Superman to throw
1: another missile at it. He'll be fine. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Yeah. And so I I thought that maybe his character was, in a backhanded way, being sinister, which did not come to fruition. So that's otherwise fine, but...
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah, we get the Phantom Zone, which didn't look as dark and dingy and evil as I expected, to, to be honest with you. Um it just looked like a it didn't look that bad. I mean I I'm not gonna say I'm gonna vacation there. But it wasn't awful.
2: Yeah, you know, you get some more people, some more residents, you know. I think things might actually turn around for there.
1: You know, just just build like a giant skull with some lava coming out the eyes. You could really do something in there. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so, um okay, I'm going to be honest, this is the part where I've just kind of, I kind of backed in and out of the movie at this point, because I'm not 100% sure how she got out of Phantom Zone. Um, I know she,
1: okay. I'm not either, and I was paying complete attention. They, like, found <laughs> some, her and Peter Joel found some kind of door that they, I think, crawled into?
2: Yeah, he just explains that he knows the way. And then we sort of cut over to back over to Faye Dunaway, and then we come back, and they're, they apparently found that way, and they're going through.
0: Okay. So <laughs> I had Times Zion company where they, they, they just didn't know the secret door exit.
2: <laughs> Which is basically my criticism for the film. Is anything they didn't know how to do, they just they just cut away with, and they come back, and then hey, they did it. And so.
1: Yes, and then Zoltar okay. dies. Yeah.
0: Oh, he dies?
1: Yeah, he died I... helping her get out of the phantom zone.
0: Okay. Oh, is that when he says I shan't be accompanying you or something? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, I was really okay, at this point I've had something like five shots and a couple of beers in me, so
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um I do apologize. The next thing I do remember is the dragon. <laughs>
2: Well, you, now, wait a second, though. You shouldn't be apologizing because you actually turned the Supergirl movie into a drinking game, right? Yes. Okay.
0: Well, I mean, that was a purpose, but I'm just saying for this, the case of this podcast, I don't remember <laughs> like, details from this part forward. Like, I remember bits and pieces of it. Like, I woke up enough you know, to see the, that she was fighting a smoke dragon um, or a cow dragon. I wasn't sure, entirely sure which one, and I assume it's a magical spell. Yes. Yeah.
1: Like, she summoned it because she summoned a dragon disguised by smoke to hide the effects budget. Um, I believe she also starts, like, bringing the floor down under her because apparently she forgot that she can fly.
0: I was gonna point that out. That wouldn't make any like I wouldn't bring it up to crush her. Uh, but, yeah, witches aren't the smartest people in the world, what can you say? <laughs>
2: Uh yeah, well you didn't miss a lot then because basically as soon as she as soon as she leaves the fortress or excuse me, as soon as she leaves the phantom zone, she she just kinda goes straight over to their uh to the little fortress that uh that Faye Dunway's character created and then the uh chaos ensues. And then as the aforementioned dragon creature. Woo. How did and, she beat the dragon? I have no idea. I I forget how she beat that dragon.
1: I don't know how she beat the dragon or what happened to our villains. They just sort of... I I saw them sort of fading away at the end, at what I think was the end of a fight. It's sort of vague. I don't think she punched them at any point because we continued the tradition of Superman not actually dealing any blows, just sort of flying in a direction and throwing them at things. Um, Yeah... They, they she just sort of won somehow.
2: <laughs>
1: they probably ran out of money. Yeah. But, said, oh, and then the fight was over. Done.
2: <laughs> End scene.
0: Wait, she uh, and yeah, she also says the boyfriend at some point, right? Yeah, I yeah, just
2: I believe actually that he helps her to defeat uh, Selena. I believe that he 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 somehow. I remember he, he thwarts Selena by, by pushing her or doing something and then that's what helped Supergirl to get free. Oh, that was it. She um, Supergirl had a had a vision from uh, from Zaltar and then it was like then she was getting her power back in sort of a very eighties movie way and then uh, and he helped to thwart the villain for a moment and then she got free and otherwise cleared house. Whew.
0: Not confusing at all. No, <laughs> but um, yeah, and because it, it, I remember I remember this is how he figures out that super. Because he keeps on asking, like, what happened at the end, what happened to the end. And she's like, "In this fine, in this fine." He's like, "What happened?" And she gets the device back, and she jumps into the water, which is really what kind of drove home the point that this is inner spaces un- inside of the Earth, which I guess makes sense if it's inner, but whatever. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, but without you guys explaining it, I wouldn't have come to that conclusion. I just thought that she kept diving in and out of the lake because that's where her spaceship was.
0: No, because as far as I know, we never like. If, like the first thing we see is the orbit. and that doesn't crash in. It flies up into the sky, and then it drops in front of her because they see it come out of the water, which is how they spot it. Right. I, I also don't know how she automatically knew that thing had power, but <laughs> what can you do? If we were going to sit here all day talking about logical gaps in this movie, we'd be here all day. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and any then, other um, thoughts? <laughs> any other thoughts before um, we... The um... music was okay. The music, music
2: was me. okay. It's the same Superman track. <laughs> yeah. Well, no,
0: it's a different theme song. <laughs> um, no,
2: which it's I not. It isn't, it, isn't it just the... I, I swear this is just the... I thought this is just a regular Yeah yeah yeah, it says right here. It was it was just otherwise the the initial just the score for the Superman movies.
0: Huh. oh well, I meant the theme song. I thought the theme song was different. I think it
2: was.
1: Like it says Jerry Goldsmith composed it. Huh. I think they might
2: have reused part of it maybe. Okay, maybe. Alright, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. But yeah. Um otherwise my, my concluding thought would be this should have never have happened.
0: I think it has potential to do well. I do like the idea of spin offs. Um I mean especially if Superman has such a vast uh you know, roster of characters and stuff like that.
1: So you're saying um, you want a crypto
0: movie? But, uh, is this, <laughs> well, crypto's that always yet. been crypto's always been weird. It's super I mean, it's hard to have an, an animal movie where they don't talk. So and it'll just be weird. like
1: airbed, right? Like airbed but with superpowers? <laughs>
2: Yes, yes. I
1: know
2: nothing about crypto. <laughs> no, but here's the thing. If they would do it just like what they did in the comics where Jeff Johns did it where with Superboy and it was otherwise Superboy in crypto, that that's awesome. And so if they would have done that, it would have been really cool.
0: Okay. Okay. Um so yeah, I mean, any other final thoughts before you assign this a random number?
2: Um, I would say that i Again, I really liked uh, Helen Slater as Supergirl. I thought that she was very good. Uh, other than that, I, I think that the that the premise of it was fine, a Supergirl movie because Superman was out and whatever, but it kind of comes down to the same problems that I have with the whole Superman franchise as a whole, or at least so far, which is it was just otherwise sort of a campy kind of movie that I otherwise couldn't get into.
0: I, I, I mean, the camp works. I think, I think the camp worked in two best because it was a it, it had the it had the campiness but it also had that, that not seriousness but it did have that you know that element of some type of storytelling that uh, Donna was known for at least with the original Superman but I do kind of agree with you like, they can be hammy especially for the 80s
2: yeah um,
0: and this is a very 80s movie oh yeah um, but yeah, so with that said, Supergirl, what would you give it out of seven, David?
2: Um, I'm thinking two. Okay. Now that might be being just a little bit generous, too.
0: <laughs> James?
1: Um, I don't think this movie can be rated on normal numerical scales, so I'm going
0: to give it a
1: triangle out of seven <laughs> that is my score
0: and you could not make me change it it makes about as much sense as this film does oh man exactly.
2: I, w- I wish i wish i would have thought of that
0: <laughs> i am going with a three i didn't think it was terrible um it i've seen worse movies which says a lot about me in general <laughs> um the action wasn't that bad from what I remember. She said the main cap, the main need is, you know, she's well in with the role she's given. I do like I like most of the side characters. Um, you know, it's his sister, Jimmy, he's not that bad in here. Even the Naiju, who serves no real purpose. Um, the only ones I kind of, I thought the main, I thought Sina was camping it up way too much, and... I still don't get the point. I get the point of the love interest because every movie needs one, but I don't know what the hell he brought to this movie. He wasn't a great actor. He didn't have much depth. He never had any redeeming qualities to himself. And maybe I just wasn't born in the 80s. I didn't see what either woman, woman saw in him. I guess... I guess Supergirl didn't care for him that much. He was just infatuated with her. So... You yeah, know, yeah. that is... Yeah. That is Supergirl. We'll return next week with Superman 4 a quest for peace because we haven't hit rock bottom yet, baby.
2: No, if you thought that this—if you thought that it could—it couldn't get worse. We it's have, just to keep going lower. <laughs> we have one more to go. Well, two
1: more to go.
2: Well, Superman Returns is considerably better than this. I mean, Well we'll see.
0: Yeah, So, we'll catch you next week. Hopefully. I'm the life of the-